Section 118 of China, Japan, and the Islands of the Pacific. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The World Story, Volume 1, China, Japan, and the Islands of the Pacific. Edited by Eva March Teppen. Section 118. The Schools of Old Japan. By Francis Ottiwell Adams. Secretary of the Legation at Yedo The Japanese lad began his education at the age of six or seven years. There were three grades of schools, Shō, Shiyu, and Daigaku, small, middle, and grade school. In many of the daimyo's capitals the latter was wanting. The one in Yedo might, with some show of propriety, be called a university. The Japanese pupil took his first steps in learning by mastering the hiragana and katakana alphabet or syllabary he must know how to read and write both styles before he began the study of chinese characters the average boy spent five years in the sho or primary school during the first year he began the study of the chinese classics the method of learning these books was to go through each one studying the sound only of each character a japanese lad must therefore know the sound of every character in the book before he had an idea of what a single one of them meant. This is as if an English boy attacking Homer or the Hebrew Bible were to learn to read the book through pronouncing every word carefully, but knowing nothing of its meaning or the construction of the language. But in case of the Japanese lad, he must learn nearly two thousand characters and several hundred sounds before receiving an explanation of their meaning. The books mastered as to sense and meaning during the years spent in the primary school were the small learning, the moral duties of man, Confucius's four books of moral, the three-character book of morals, the book of filial duties, the book of great lineage, ancestry of the Mikado, and the entrance to knowledge, duties of cleanliness, obedience, etc. The scholar's work during the first year was with Kana and the sound of Chinese characters. In the second year the writing of Chinese characters was begun, and continued thenceforward as a never-ending part of his education. He learned to write the names of all the emperors, of all the large cities, provinces, and the geographical divisions of Japan, his own name and that of his family, the names of streets, familiar objects, the characters for points of the compass, the seasons, names of countries, of years, chronological era, etc., and to read and copy proclamations and edicts on the notice boards. During the third year, the Japanese lad learned the four rudimentary rules of arithmetic and the use of the abacus, a point at which the mathematical education of a vast majority of Japanese ended. He also read the Book of Heroes, a book containing biographies of model men and women, moral anecdotes, accounts of virtuous and noble actions, etc. The study of the Chinese classics was continued. Much time was spent in writing Chinese characters, and several hours a week were given to the practical study of etiquette, how to walk, to bow, to visit, to talk, etc. Examinations were held twice a year, at which the daimyo, or high officials, were present and delivered prizes to the most diligent and successful, who were then graduated into the chiu, or middle school. Hitherto, the education was moral and intellectual. In middle school, the physical education began. The course comprised three years, during which daily lessons either in fencing, wrestling or spear exercise, and a monthly practice on horseback under expert instructors were parts of the curriculum. It would be tedious to detail all the studies of the middle school, 
but in substance they were simply an advance on the line of studies in the small school. The lad reads The History of China, The Book of Rhetoric, A Brief, History of Japan, and a large book on Japanese strategy containing remarkable feats in war, narratives of heroes, etc. They learn the various styles of Chinese learning, how to write official and private letters, both original and after models. In arithmetic they learn to count large numerical quantities and to solve problems by the four fundamental rules. They studied the topography of Japan with considerable thoroughness and read an epitome on universal geography. In the Dai, or high school, the students spent more time in the gymnasium and on the riding course, becoming proficient in riding, wrestling, archery, fencing, long and short spear exercise, and in the various arts by which an unarmed man may defend his life and injure his enemy. Their reading now took a higher range, embracing well-known historical classics. In arithmetic, vulgar and decimal fractions, the rule of three, involution, evolution, and progression were taught. A little algebra was introduced into some of the schools, but only a small minority of students reached the maximum of mathematical studies presented above. In the Seido, or old Chinese college in Yedo, the course of literary study ranged somewhat higher, and original composition in Chinese was made a specialty. The usual time allotted for study in all the schools was six hours a day, from 6 to 12 a.m. in the summer, from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. in the spring and autumn, and from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. in the winter. No long vacation was given in summer, but regular holidays throughout the year were numerous, and at the beginning of the year the schools were closed for several weeks. In general, the disciplinary rules of the schools were strictly observed. Each scholar must wear a hakama, or trousers formally distinguishing the samurai. If late, he could not enter the school for that day. When once in, he was not allowed to leave till school was out. The rewards at the end of the year were pieces of silk, ink stones, brush pens, paper, silver coin, and the highest at the Chinese college in Yedo was a robe on which the crest of the shogun was embroidered, with the privilege of always wearing the garment in public. The most common punishments were confinement to the room or house, whipping in front of the leg or on the back, walking up and down for several hours with one of the small writing tables on the head, having the moksha burned on the forefinger, etc. Of the teachers, some taught only the sound of the characters, others the meaning of separate characters, others were expounders or exegetes. Writing, arithmetic, and each athletic exercise were taught by special instructors. Few of the teachers made teaching their permanent work, and of the scholars, probably not more than a third completed the full course of studies. It was absolutely necessary, however, that a samurai should have been at least through the small school. Without this rudimentary education, he could not become a householder. End of section 118. This recording is in the public domain.